The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Welcome to A Guided Life Podcast, where we talk about all things spirit and life. I'm your host, Laura West. Follow me on Facebook at GuidedWest11, on Instagram at GuidedWest, and on Twitter at LauraWest111. I also have a website at www.laurawest.net where you can download a free guide on how to meet your own spirit guides. My book, Guided, is available on Amazon and it's about soul teams, intuition, mediumship, and spiritual tools such as oracle and tarot cards, crystals, pendulums, and so much more. My guest today is Rachel Elizabeth. Rachel is an intuitive jewelry designer and artist that incorporates the healing modalities of the tree of life into her work. She loves all things mystical and magic. When she is not creating beautiful pendants, you'll find her out in nature. She is an inspiring author and teacher. She recently became a mind-body-spirit practitioner studying under Sunny Don Johnston. She is constantly continuing her education in all things with science, spirituality, and art. She also studies under Melissa Kim Corder in all her amazing offerings and is fascinated with the Jung archetypes. Rachel also runs a wildly popular Facebook group called Creativity with Rachel Elizabeth Design. She lives in central Connecticut with her life partner, Steve, and their three cats, Barry, Lucius, and Miles. Well, Rachel, I am thrilled to be with you here today. Thank you so much for joining me and being on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Wonderful. Well, I am just looking to just dive right in. And I first want you to share with us all the amazing things that you are doing these days that have just been very spirit driven as far as business and whatever else you want to share. Awesome. So my name is Rachel Elizabeth. I am the creator and founder of Rachel Elizabeth Design. I am actually create crystal wrapped cabochons that are wire wrapped. So I make tree of life pendants. I make other pendants with little cute little charms on them. I make bracelets, but the trees are my signature. So I actually started doing that right after the pandemic. Okay. And that in itself is a very intuitively interesting story. If you wouldn't mind sharing how you even started getting into this sort of jewelry work. Absolutely. So I think like most of us, we might have had a pandemic pivot where I was a bartender. So I was actually sent to my room like many of us and (laughs) was like, okay, well, uh, what are we going to do for ever? And I went back to the bartending for a second and just decided that the industry had just been toppled and was completely different than what I remember and worked so hard for as as a 20-year veteran, decided that this wasn't going to work anymore. So I was lucky enough to find during the pandemic Celebrate Your Life, which is a, a program by Liz Don Donahue, and they did an online program. And I then got to see my, or meet and see one of my mentors, Sunny Don Johnston, who I really started following her. I started going to all her classes. She is a psychic medium out of Phoenix. She's absolutely fantastic, but she's more of a life coach. So that's when I really started digging deep into all the spiritual work. After a year of really, you know, hiking and finding myself and really digging deep into this and connecting with my guides and all of that, 
I decided to pick up some jewelry. I got the wire and I got the calves and my grandmother was very spiritual. So this is the story she asked me about, guys, but I'm a little log-winded, so bear with me. My grandmother was very spiritual and she was predeceased by my mother. My mother passed away March 29th of 2018. She passed away 10 days after my 38th birthday. And my grandmother was still alive and she raised me as well. One day we were having a conversation. I was like, well, Graham, you know, when, when you get to the other side, what, what sign are you going to send me? And she goes, I'm going to send you trees. And I said, okay. I said, how, how the hell? I mean, well, I did say how the hell. I said, how the hell are you going to send me trees? Like, okay. And it was around her passing. She passed January 6th of 2021. It was around Christmas time. I started creating the trees. And I did not remember this conversation until the morning of her passing. And I said, oh my God, she sent me trees. Wow. So first of all, just to comment on that, how wonderful that you guys had that conversation beforehand. I've done that with my dogs who have passed when they're slowing down and they they weren't looking too good. And I didn't know how much longer we had. I would lay down at their level and have that conversation with them, you know, asking them, so what signs are you going to leave me? And kind of having that open dialogue before they pass. I think that that's so wonderful. What's so great about doing this spiritual work is knowing to ask those questions. There's no guessing there. It's just, this is what I'm going to send you. And this is how I'm going to do it. And I think that that's such a blessing that you and your grandmother had that conversation I mean, there's just no guessing. It's that's from her. Like trees are from her. That's just how it is. So I know for you, it wasn't always about the jewelry, about the trees and, and, you know, the internal work and finding yourself like you had a life that many of us would consider quote unquote normal, maybe more yeah. less spiritual. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't necessarily think I would call my life normal, but I mean, maybe I like spiritual. Do. I, well, I don't know. You know I, 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 no, honestly, though, I think that's a good point because, yes, I guess it, it's interesting, though. And I, um, I'm sitting in an office I created, and then uh, I, I was cleaning out the closets and stuff. And there's all these books from when I was in my early 20s of Maureen Wilson and Eckhart Tolle and Deepak Chopra, and all of the books were here. But I just never were read. I mean, I read, I read them, but I just didn't embody that that way of being. And I think that's because we went into survival mode and that's normal for most people. Right. So <laughs> quote unquote, right. Right. So like, you know, the bills are coming, go to work, pay da, 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 da. So I feel like I was actually in my normal lost life. Really? I mean, I mean, if that, I'm not saying I was lost, I was a bartender to really know, like, you know what I was, I was just living to pay the bills and go through the begrudging of the day. I mean, but I also lived, I got to tell you, I had a lot of fun. I was a fun, fun girl. I, I was your quintessential party girl for years. And that was my identity. And you know what? I wouldn't change it for the world because it's who I am today. And it really taught you about present moment awareness. It really did. Like I was always doing something to bring myself joy. And, you know, I still try to live in that matter. But being an entrepreneur, I just can't do it as much as I used to. (laughs) (laughs) You're wearing a lot of hats, huh? (laughs) Besides Mm -hmm. discovering yourself. So how did those books get into your home? Oh, I bought them in my 20s. You did? Yeah. And it just, you know, 
life, life happens. Well, what was happening in your twenties that you saw these books and were like, I need to buy them. I'm sure in my twenties, I know that I was really getting into the yoga and I've always known that I was a little different in that, you know, I could connect to trees and I could connect to spirit and not necessarily in the psychic medium realm. Uh, I leave that for all my friends, <laughs> but definitely can read the auras of the trees and, and I see auras of people, but I think it scared me. You know what I mean? I think it was like, oh my God, I'm going to be weird. I'm going to be woo woo. I'm going to be not accepted. So it was easy for me to just fit in. Yeah. I think many of us can relate to, relate to that, just sort of shove it down and set it aside. Thank you for letting it back out. Yes. Now I just wave it out on the front porch, you know, like, Hey, you know, I, I am who I am and I'm not going to dim my shine for anybody. And if you don't agree with what I agree with, then that's fine. I mean, we don't, we did not come here to agree on the same things. That wouldn't be fun. I had said something earlier at a quote, I said, you know, you don't judge a fish on its ability to, to climb a tree, which is a famous Einstein quote. And if we all we're able to do and be the same thing and, and have the same talents. Well, that'd be a really boring world, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I wanted to go back to your jewelry quickly. Now, how do you decide what pieces to make, what crystals to use, what the design's going to look like? Well, how does that work? Well, the trees come to me and through me. They really do. The trees are my signature and I branched out a little bit now no pun intended Uh, (laughs) i branched out out a little bit but i i literally like for an entire year and a half probably about a year and a half well what is it now august yeah i just made a pumpkin the other day guys i made a pumpkin and it is so adorable i loved it i love fall so i was when i saw it i was like oh i want that As much as the trees are my signature, they're my passion, I love them, I will not lie to you, it will get tedious. I'm an artist. I need to like, I need to have, and I have ADD. So I got to like, keep it, keep it moving, keep it fresh, keep it shaking. You know what I mean? So the trees are a lot of work. That's why they're my signature. They're beautiful. I thread all the way around the backs. Nobody usually does that. They're time consuming. A statement pieces. I mean, I do love them. But the other day was like, all right, you know what? I got to I gotta make something else. I got to do something else. And I, I've, I've toyed around with other designs and things, but it was the pumpkin. I, I was like, oh my God, I, I'm going to make a pumpkin. And I'm so excited to make pumpkins right now. And that's good. So once I make a pumpkin patch, I'm going to go back to the trees and be like, oh, I miss making trees. You know what I mean? So Your pumpkin patch, it'll be great. I love it. <laughs> oh, you know, I can't wait. I'm going to have a whole pumpkin patch of pumpkins. And- oh, that is so cute. All of a sudden I have like this creative spurt and I think it's because fall is coming. It's kind of like, you know, you're going back to school, right? So that's like everybody gets excited in a way of, well, you know, summer's ending, but I'm going to start teaching crystal classes as well. And hopefully by January, I'm like ready to get back into fall semester. So I'm excited. Yeah, I love fall too. And I love I love school, so I can I can yeah. agree with that. Okay, so I have two questions. I hope I remember them. Sticking with the jewelry, what does the jewelry do for people when they wear oh, it or yeah. have it nearby? I like to say that you keep a piece of whatever crystal, and all crystals have different healing properties, and that's the reason why I want to teach classes on that eventually. But how the process is, 
My promise is, is like, if you get a custom piece, I usually will ask you for like one intentional word, like something you want to bring in. Right. So like, say you want to manifest, um, you want more love or self-love or compassion. I would say, I would sit with that. And generally if, if that comes in my, in my mind, it's, it's definitely a rose quartz would come right up. Right. So then I would sit with your energy and design the tree and then present it to you. Honestly, I have never had anyone say that one's not for me. It's just really amazing how it works. So like to have it close to your heart space too is just, it's so healing to be on you. And like, they, like again, they all have different properties. So it depends on what you're looking for. A lot of my clients end up taking them and meditating with them on their third eye and do meditations with the crystals too. And the copper too, the copper wire actually helps. Like magnify? Yes, yes. Whatever property, correct. Yes. Ooh, ooh, okay, that's good to know. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's amazing. So when you make your jewelry, it's very intuitive. I mean, you get the input of what the person's looking for, but then you sit with it and you create this jewelry, I mean, very intuitively. So did it take you time to learn to trust your intuition and what your intuition felt like to you? What was that process like? Working on your spiritual practice is practice, right? So it is constantly something you're always going to want to do. It's kind of like the inertia thing, right? You know, if you stop anything, it's going to take a while to get back into it, right? So for me, having that time in the morning to meditate, to journal, to sit quiet, to set my intention for the day is key for not just making jewelry for life. I think when you step into this, any of this kind of intuitive realm and spirituality and all this, you start to worry about what other people will think. And that will be your demise because the reality is your opinion of me is none of my business, right? So for me, I just really had to stop. I like call it the chatter that doesn't matter and not listen to that and really go in and really focus on what I want to bring to this world, how I want to be of service and how impactful I can be. I mean, that's really where the focus should be. So how incredible for you to get to that point. And you're right. You have to really get to a point where you just, you just do what you love. I feel that that's a big first step when one starts to explore their spirituality is also sort of letting go of worrying about what other people say. We say the chatter doesn't matter. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> I right. love that play on words. That's trademark. I, I got to trademark that. Yes. The chatter that doesn't matter. <laughs> now I know that you have your grandmother with you, but mm-hmm. you have a, a guide that helps you with your jewelry too. Have you happened to ever meet this guide? Uh, you know, I'm working on it. I can feel the angels. I can feel like the spirits of the trees. There's something about the guide, though, that's still been elusive to me. And I think uh, that's because even though all this work I've done, I still think sometimes in the back of my head, I just can't connect. And guess what that's doing? Mm-hmm. It's making it so yeah. I can't connect. <laughs> so yeah. I'm working on it. I've gotten his name. Actually came through like, yeah, I got a nook one day during a meditation. Ooh. Yeah, a nook came through. So it's definitely a, 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 I'm very much, I'm really moving into shamanism, all that kind of, oh, uh, nice. I love the Native American. 
obviously Mother Gaia and then the way they think and feel about the lands and and the, and like I'm reading an Albert uh, I can't Alberto Vendel I can't even pronounce his name I'm so sorry she's a, one of the famous shamans and in, in that one of our most more famous shaman writers and I can't remember his name but anyway uh, I'm reading some of his books and I'm really moving into that way of being as well so. I thought it was quite interesting that I, I would have what I feel to be a, a Native uh, American descent. I mean, how guides. perfect when you're using nature as your inspiration. So I think that just kind of really goes together very well. You know, I want to share something with you real quick. Yeah. Because you said guides. So I want to talk to you about something. This is a funny story, and I'll give you the quick version here. My friend Melissa Kim Quarter, she's a very talented uh, psychic medium and a life coach and just all around. Oh my God. She's just magic. Anyway, I asked her to intuit a Valentine's day card from the last February. And she was making these cute little trees and you and I are on camera, so you can see this. And I said, just, just intuit me a message. And do you mind if I read you the message? Please. Okay. So it says, okay. And it ready. It says, dear Rachel, when you feel you're alone, cut off from this cruel world, your instincts telling you to run, Listen to your heart, those angel voices. They'll sing to you. They'll be your guide back home. When life leaves us blind, love keeps us kind. It keeps us kind. When you've suffered enough and your spirit is breaking, you're growing desperate from the fight. Remember you're loved and you always will be. This melody will bring you right back home. And it was signed, Never Stop Creating Chester. And I'm like, oh my God, these are song lyrics. That's Chester Bennington. This is Linkin Park. Oh, this is the song called The Messenger. So she told me, she's like, honest to God, the guy would not leave me alone. She's like, this is what it has to say. She's like, he would not leave me alone. She's like, he wants to let you know. I'm a woman that grew up in that 90s alt teenage angst. So I'm very relatable to Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, all of that music. So apparently Chester Bennington, one of my guides. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they they know what you need. I mean, you know, the spirit world is endless, really. Isn't it wild? And can I share with you, too, that you do have two guides that work with you with your jewelry. One is more for the creative, one is more for the business mind. So I do see them working in tandem. The one that helps you more with the creative, though, seems to be, quote unquote, stronger because he's forward more when he presents himself. So at least two for the jewelry. Oh, well, good to know. Can you tell him to start, you know, doing the stuff for me? Because <laughs> I feel I feel like I could use two more hands, you know what I mean? Like that, or four more hands. Oh, that's okay. amazing. So, you know, you could try, you know how people channel, right? Well, you can mm-hmm. channel jewel, <laughs> channel jewel making. Try, if you haven't tried that already, but you just kind of, you know, go in, sort of meditate, like you're going to sit down and and channel right but instead you've got your tools and and your jewelry and everything in front of you and just just go play lincoln park yeah play lincoln park as you do it yeah give it a go (laughs) i just thought that was just such a great little story and i just i know when you said guide i'm like i gotta share this with the world man because i mean i talked about it on my live before but and i love the fact that you know that there's two coming uh, there's two next to me that's that's amazing yes yes definitely two because there's so many different and there's probably more obvious there's always more but that's just Mm -hmm. what's presenting for the business 
I have a feeling there's more related to the jewelry and the business, but those are the two that seem to be pretty dominant at this time for you. But I think there's more. It feels like a giant production. I'll be, I'll be honest. <laughs> it's, I mean, well, there's like a I lot going tell on the back. <laughs> During my entrepreneurial journey last year, my grandmother, we, as I said, she passed away uh, January 6th of 2021. Then I lost her son, my mother's brother, passed away in September. His name was Jerry. And then when I came home, my life partner, Steve, had a heart attack. He's fine. He had a stent put in, but he's still very scary. And then sadly, oh, yeah. nine weeks later, his father had a massive stroke and passed away. Oh, my goodness. So that was in the span of one year and also trying to create a jewelry empire. So I always joke I got more on that side than I do here. Like it's I mean, they're busy. I do. I have a lot. They're yeah, busy. They're busy. They're yeah. busy. But I mean, I learned a lot of that. Like there, there's like, you know, that's, gosh, what a, what a journey. And if you're talking about moving into spirituality and, and, and being a heart-based, spirit-based business and to have all that happen in one year, that really tests you. I mean, we're talking testing your faith. And honestly, I feel like once you realize that life isn't happening to you, it's happening for you. It, it really does shift your mindset of, okay, well, you know what? This is it. How am I going to turn the pain into purpose? And that's what I do. That's a really good point. So how would you compare what grief looked like for you since being on your spiritual journey and before that? It's interesting because I feel like I've been perpetual grief for four years because it's been four years for my mother and that was pre-spiritual journey. That was, that was mm, tough. I see. I mean, I was very close to my mom and to have her die like that close to my birthday and be on life support on my birthday. And it just was like, it was a very traumatic experience. And it actually was what shifted and molded me into who I am today. Like I felt like, Oh my God, I could handle anything. It's not for nothing. The pandemic rolled in right before my birthday in 2020. And I was like, Oh, well, it's still not the worst birthday I ever had. <laughs> okay. Well, let's, you know, and, and I think yeah. like a lot of us, we were like, is the world ending? I mean, I'm drinking wine for breakfast. Cause like what's happening. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I was an essential worker. Like, we're like, what is happening? But like, there is definitely been a way to deal, to navigate that grief through a better way. You know what I mean? You find a better way of doing it. That is still such a gut-wrenching loss. And the others were as well, but it's just, when watching my grandmother lose her child was just probably even worse than me losing my mother. I feel like after witnessing that and realizing too that I couldn't fill in for my mother. You know what I mean? I couldn't for myself. You know, I, it, it was just definitely something that just made me so strong. And hey, I guess I signed up for this on my soul contract. I'm not sure, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they said, yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, did. I was like, yeah, Hey, let's do it all. Let's do it yeah, all. Let's get it all. Right. Let's, get, like, let's hey, get it all over with it. We're going to advance in this life. <laughs> yeah. We're here to learn those lessons. Yeah, exactly. So have you noticed any signs from your mom? Oh, yeah. Cardinals. Cardinals, Cardinals, <gasps> Cardinals, man. So it's so funny because this is a great story. I was in Sedona. After my lovely year last year, I had a an anonymous donor. This was a great story. My mentor, Sunny. I had intentionally signed up for a Sedona healing retreat with Sunny, right? Because I needed some healing. We all need healing. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go to the Sedona retreat. But then, you know, all this was going on and there was no way. I, I'm just starting the business. And I, I just couldn't swing 
swing it. And I was like, I, I just, I'm, there's no way I'm going. Sunny called me the Saturday before Christmas and said, I got a Christmas gift for you. And I said, what? And she goes, I just want to let you know, an anonymous donor paid for your entire trip to Sedona in full. So I ended up going to Sedona and it was amazing. It was also life-changing and I met a shaman in the desert and I'll get to that in a second. But what happened was I'm there. I call Steve in the morning just to let him know I got there. And I had him on the little FaceTime and I was like, hey, I was like, oh, look, there's a red cardinal. And oh, I now I named my two cardinals, Roy and Sheila. There's a boy and a girl. And, I, and Steve goes, oh, did Roy and Sheila follow you to Sedona? And I said, yeah, look, there's two little red cardinals. So I go out and I, after seeing a shaman in the desert, which was amazing, I go out and I go to Cathedral Rock and I see this beautiful big tree. It was absolutely gorgeous. And another little red bird, another cardinal. And I'm like, oh, look, there's, and I didn't say anything to anybody. I said, oh, there's the boy cardinal. Cool. So as we were walking out from Buddha's Beach early later that day, I, somebody goes, hey, look at that red bird. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's the red cardinal. They're like, we don't have cardinals in Arizona. Sonny goes, they're not judicious. We, we never see cardinals. I said, oh. I said, your football team is the cardinals. <laughs> she goes, they're from St. Louis. I said, what? I said, no way. She's like, yeah, honey. No, we don't, we don't, we don't see them. So. Four in one day. Didn't see another cardinal again in Arizona, but I saw four in one day. So four in one day. Four in one day. So wow. uh, that's mom sending cardinals. I mean, I, that's definitely. I feel like major validation that you're you were where you're meant to be, and maybe mom had something to do with this private donor. <laughs> yeah, I. You know, it's. I'm still in awe about it. I, it's just been such an amazing gift, and I actually stayed like a little bit longer. And, and like I said, I saw I met a shaman, and he was like, he told me that you know I was going to be doing something big in my career, and something big was coming my way, and I was ready for it. I'm like, oh, what do you mean? Like, I don't want to step into anything greater. No, that that, that sounds like a lot of work, you know, like because it's scary, right? <laughs> yeah. When the shaman tells you you're going to be awesome, so I didn't know how to handle that. So yeah. And, yeah, and that and that's when I saw the Cardinals after I left there too. So it was wow. amazing. It's almost like he told you the news and the plan before you were ready or in that headspace to uh to, to do it. I'm getting there. I'm getting there, you know. I just you know, I think are we ever really ready? You know? I don't know. <laughs> That's, a, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I don't know. <laughs> right? Like, like Beyonce had to like literally create a whole different alter ego. So she'd go on stage and be who she is. She's Sasha Fierce, right? Like, so it's like, right. And it's like, oh, so I just think it's, it's, I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to be Beyonce because God, good Lord. I don't know. I, I that girl, I, uh, no, that is not for me. But, but what I'm saying is like, even to have him, validate that something is amazing is coming and and it's just it really yeah it's, it was a really amazing experience the whole the whole Sedona Sedona's magical have you been there it's on our list we're hoping to go oh. next spring oh go it's and you're close so just yes. oh. Yeah, yeah, we just drive there. Oh, you could drive there. Oh we God. could drive, you, yes. Well, we be could. careful. <laughs> when you drive there, you're going to be driving there all the time. Next thing you know, you're going to be like, I need to go back to the healing vortex. <laughs> I know. It's like, I need to replenish. So what is it like working with a shaman? Oh, he was, so it was cool. Uh, he, his name was Joseph, Joseph White Wolf. And Sonny brought us into the desert with him. And uh, he just, <sighs> 
he had us all pick, and I'll, I'll speak of my experience. He had us all pick uh, feathers, right? These like feathers. And he had said, he's like, I'm going to perform a miracle. And I said, all right, cool. What, what are you going to do? So I picked this purple feather. I was drawn to this purple feather and picked the purple feather. And he went up to me and he, and he saw my necklace. I was wearing my necklaces. And he goes, oh, we know your talents. Goodbye. And I joking and walked away. He goes, ah, so you pick purple. He's like, so that means you have a purple heart. That means you've been through some war in your life, but you maybe want to express that and help others. And maybe, maybe because of all the stuff that you've been through, you, you want to help people heal and work through their own stuff. And he goes, and so maybe you should write it down. Well, the funny thing is I got a book coming out next month. So oh, how exciting. I was like, ah, more validation. Cause I had already signed up to be a, author with 33 other women in in a book so i just was like blown away that he already knew that i wow had a book coming and then of course he told me i was gonna be something and i was like oh my god i was like <laughs> oh that's it awesome he's very connected yeah he's very connected how wonderful this has just been so much fun and i just really appreciate for your time so far i was wondering to close our interview would you mind giving the listener a timeless message, whether uh, it's with a card or if you get something intuitively that will resonate with them anytime you listen to this episode. Listen, I think the best advice, if I was to give something to your audience and, and what's coming to me now is be like a tree, be rooted, stand firm, sway with the winds, be able to adapt and change with the seasons and just be. I love it. And, you know, we always talk about being grounded and roots in the ground. And so just more validation as to why. Yeah. Reminds us that we're all connected as well. You know, all the trees are connected and together we string strong. You know what? Funny that you mentioned that. So about a month ago, we drove up the coast of California for like a family trip. And we went to this redwood forest up in Northern California. It was amazing. It was one of my most favorite parts of the trip. And I learned that the roots, they all connect and they say that they communicate with each other through their roots in the ground. Absolutely. Yep. The fungi. It's uh, And that's actually a great Netflix uh, special, the fantastic fun fungi. Check that out. That'll teach you more about that. I think we saw it's amazing. it. Yeah. 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 It. And, yeah. and the revelations it can bring if you take, you know, like the, the micro dosing or whatever they yeah. talked about. Too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like having a near death experience or something from what I've heard. Yeah. That's, that's, I think the Ashkawanda or whatever they call it. What, how do you say it? I, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't done that. I, I'm all set. But yeah. So I just figured that would be a uh, definitely, you know, trees are just life force energy. So yeah. Yeah. And very appropriate, very appropriate for the work that you do. So thank you again so much, Rachel. This has been wonderful. Thank you for sharing your story and for sharing your wisdom and your knowledge with us. I really appreciate oh. you. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate this. Thank you. And that was another episode of a guided life podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, love and light always.
Do you want to deepen your connection to the divine, speed up your progress on the spiritual path, then tune in to the Spirit Matters podcast. I'm the host, Philip Goldberg, and I interview experts with wisdom, insight, and practical guidance for every seeker of truth. Spirit Matters on the mindbodyspirit.fm network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.